Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Versace Tecate, a.k.a. Rowdy Rafi Piper, a.k.a. The Nacho Man Rafi Savage, a.k.a. Secret Sweetie, a.k.a. Young Seinfeld Reference, a.k.a. ASAP Rafi, a.k.a. The Blue Bubble Boy. Don't text me with a green messaged phone because i'm not going to reply in a timely manner if at all blue bubbles only baby aka henny blanco aka henny Loggins, aka hennessy williams <laughs> aka rafi dangerfield i tell you get no respect aka dj scratch and sniff aka bitches am take daddy range look like laugh you raffy aka best friend to all the best friends aka AKAs for days. <laughs> wow, that was special. That was obviously in honor of our special guest. And and you know who I'm talking about. We've got VKO <laughs> on the horn. On the horn. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to Von Carmen's Olive. Do we get to say your real name on the show? We, or do you care to be more elusive? Hmm, uh, we do get to say my real name on the <gasps> show. All right. Why don't you tell everybody who you are? It's Matt. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you. I missed out. First of all, okay, let's... Double back. Yep. Lisa, chill out. Whew, getting ahead of myself. You are uh, Whitney's new beau, yep. right? Or do the kids say boo nowadays? Uh, I think they say boo. Okay, you're Whitney's say. boo. Mm-hmm. So there's so much I want to talk to you about on many levels. But first, let me just quickly say on this show, we're going to talk about the Monday episode, Katie Morton, and the Thursday show, Wendy's Thumbholes, David's Baby, Canadian Football. But first, okay, let's do a round of shout-outs, and then I want to go deep into VKO here. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, do you want to start us off with some shout-outs? Uh, I have a shout-out. Yeah, I have several shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to Lisa and Rafi, who have put together a really great community. Um. You guys are just so, like, I tweet about this a lot, but you guys are so welcoming and kind and caring, and it's great. And uh, shout out to one Whitney C., who uh, got me involved in this whole mess, <laughs> and who is the greatest person in the world. Oh, that is so sweet. Uh, is that all of your shout outs? It is. I have no call outs. Okay. And feel free to call out and shout out as the show progresses, because that's how we do. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Lil Rafi, do you have any shout outs? I do. And for once, I have uh, more than a couple. Shout out to Jen. Mm-hmm. We had a lovely chat earlier this morning, uh, even though she is hogging all the marriages for uh, people like me who don't have any. Uh, it's, oh. it's really a slap in the face. Shout out to Leanne. I saw the Braille version of Uno at Target, and I was like, does she have this already? If not, let me know. I'll send it to you. Shout out to Lauren Kelly. She finally, after two weeks, received the packages that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, and I hope she enjoys all the crap I put in there. Shout out to Megan. I've been missing her a lot lately. Um, Just shout out to her and Jess up there. In NoHo, shout out to Whitney. We were 
watching some versus battle of Gucci Mane versus Young Jeezy. She didn't get to see all the stuff that went down. But it's nice to have someone who I can uh, send stupid stuff like that to and know that they know what I'm talking about. Shout out to cousin Erica, because we occasionally will talk about Formula One at odd hours in the morning because they're off in Europe and whatnot. So we're up early watching race cars and it's fun to have someone to talk to about that stuff as well. And uh, shout out to Von Carmen's Olive, who is finally on the show. <laughs> and most importantly, shout out to my idiot job who gave me a case of Corona hard seltzer and I will be enjoying the tropical lime right now. That's all. I don't, I don't know if this is going to get picked up over the headphones that I'm using, but I saved this for the podcast. Oh, no, that was a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then you know what? I need to join the club because I, I know you probably saw the picture I just posted on Instagram, yeah. my show prep. And this bag, because I made a cooler bag for the shed with two drinks in it and some ice. But my first drink I'm going to open is... Mm. Uh, Slim Chance Peach Nectarine Hard Seltzer. Ooh, that's quite fucking delicious. Oh my gosh, what's the percentage on this thing? Oh, it's only 5%. It tastes alcoholic. <laughs> um, so, f- first I'll shout out to my beer that I'm drinking. Uh, yeah, it's a beer. I don't know, seltzer. Oh my god, seriously, maybe water. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Shout outs to Brit TNC. She's got a radical new... Well... Brittany and the TNC, but Brittany just got a super radical new uh, couch and she says it's uh, Shakey's-esque and she said to come over for a bunch of lunch soon, so I will be on my way. Also, shout out to my best friend in North Carolina, Jen. She, uh, it was her birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to you and I love you, I miss you, and I hope that we get to meet up in the middle somewhere at some point. Also, shout out to Luke. I always love when people have, you know, notes and comments on the show. Um, It's not always in Rafi in my favor because, you know, we're a little uh, much to take sometimes. But I I love seeing his comments as he's listening. It's always fun. Shout out to Sarah Ellis, Z Mary Jane, Tamara Holler, Ulysses, Leela, Tim Ortez, Lauren Kelly, Dr. Jen, Scott Marquez, and Teal... I know it's you, Tamara, but I'm going to give you double shout-outs because you always like the show on Twitter and on Facebook, which is fun. Oh, my God. Excuse me. I just got my pubes, which is fun. And to Kimmy, to Ray Morgan, to Liam, because I love you and miss talking to you. Super fan Megan, I hope to be able to uh, use your house for a Christmas party that little Rafi and I are going to have while you're gone. <laughs> and to Trice, I think you're a super cool person and I'm glad you're in my life. And last but certainly not least to Whitney and VKO, a.k.a. Von Carmen's Olive, a.k.a. Matt, because thank you to Whitney for bringing someone awesome into our group. We're always looking for more people, more great people, more like-minded people. And I'm just so happy. First of all, I was just so happy that she found someone great that she deserves. And now he's part of our family too. And I think that's super cool, Matt. Shout out to you. Thank you. (laughs) And your tweets are so nice. They're so like heartwarming. And I just think, ah, this, this makes uh, Twitter fun is to see your tweets. Yay. 
Thank you. And I have one call out, and that's to my one piece of shit neighbor. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Don't be a Richard. All right. Shall we... Let's see. Oh, do we have any BFF hotline calls at all? We sure do. Let me ask you first. Did it come from the beep, beep, beep area code? That's one of them. Okay. So is that our segment (laughs) that we need to be saying, hey, 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 what does Dr. J say or whatever fucking thing it is? <laughs> I, I don't know. We This is uh, for off the air. I mean, I mean, this might be a question for Dr. J. Hey, hey, Dr. J, what do you say? <laughs> is this your segway? Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, on that. Let's hear. Let, yeah, on that horrible note, let's. First, we have a text message from someone who finally included their name. The only thing I would like to say about this week's episode is on Monday when Allison was talking to Katie about looking at old reels. She semi-apologized for sounding conceited, but I love to hear Allison's confidence. I wish she wouldn't apologize. It is true. She is great on camera and a great interviewer. We all need to be our own best friend and be proud of our abilities. And in parentheses, she wrote, and because you are so mean, this is Jennifer. (laughs) (laughs) close parentheses also hi to mr olive she says oh first of all jen i'm not mean second Mm. of all i'm I'm not mean (laughs) (laughs) i think that is our new segment uh dr j what do you say what you say is great that is a great i swear if you ever want any good advice talk to dr jen she's got the best advice you may not want to follow it because it means actually working and changing your life. But you know what? It's sound advice. <laughs> and on that note, we have a voicemail message. And I think we know who it's from. What's up, Rafi, Lisa, BFFers? How are you guys doing? Demi in here checking in. Rafi totally cool. You forgot my message last week because I forgot to send another one the following week. So it worked out. It's all good. No hard feelings. Anyway, miss you guys. Hope you're doing well. I'm not finished with the episode yet. Only halfway through it. But I had a minute, so I thought I'd call. Um, Lisa, four cats is too many. I'll take that little one off your hands. He's so cute. You don't really want that guy, do you? <laughs> anyway, um, God, there was something else I wanted to say, but it couldn't have been too important since I forgot. But um, you guys take care. Keep up the good work. I enjoy listening to your episodes always. Oh, Lisa, I had a question. What would be our BFF, you know, uh, friend anniversary? Would it be the time we actually met in person at LA Podfest? Or would it be the time that we did the thank you for being a fan? Or I don't think we used to call it back then. What do we call it when it was JMO Patrol? Um, something. Your Allison origin story. Anyway, what would be our friend anniversary? I always enjoyed doing that uh, I mean I shouldn't say always only at once but I enjoyed doing that episode with you that was a lot of fun um way back when the origins origins of the BFS fan cast anyway you guys have a great day sorry for rambling have a, a great day again bye oh my god super damn see I love hearing from you and that is such a good question first of all there's a lot to unpack here uh First of all, when would our friend anniversary be? That's a very good question because 
we've talked before, like you, little Rafi, and you and I talk, say our friend anniversaries when we actually met in person. So that should be that's the law, right? Is that the rule? According to me, yes. Okay, although, so <laughs> although it should be there should be like a plaque uh, somewhere for yeah. the time that we did our whatever that show was called before it was called. Thank you for being a fan. Well, it was called Bring Your Bring Your Own Fan or Bring Your Own Friend. Bring Your Own Friend. I think it was BYOF when when the show was called JMO Patrol. We had BYOF, and that was our special interview one-on-one shows and i was thinking about this in a couple of uh, ways uh a lot of people did those with me and other people and i thought maybe we need to have those people back on and do another one as thank you for being a fan and just kind of like see where they're at now and kind of recap because maybe people haven't heard those old episodes and it would be fun to chit chat and i think that's so cool that he goes back to that that episode that was a lot of fun and Demi, and if you want to do another one, let's do another one. That'd be a lot of fun. And I think our friend anniversary would be at LA Podfest when we met in person. And I love that he traveled down for that. And I love that when we go to Sketchfest, we meet up and we have our own things. And it's, um, he's just, he's good people. Yes, Demian, thank you for calling in. And if you would like to call in with any thoughts, or you could even text 818-BFF-0732. That's such a good number. <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I I just I I love that he calls in every week almost, and um, it's nice to look forward to, because he can't always be on the show. But see, he was on. I think that's cool. I am also rambling now. So shall we talk about Monday? I mean, I have a lot of questions for the olive. I don't know. Oh my god, you're right. Okay. Yeah, let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I I was wondering, going back to what Demian said about having special episodes, I I was thinking, should we have a special episode with Von Karmenzov where we like go deep? Or do we do a mini thank you for being a fan with him today where we just ask all the questions we want to ask him? If he wants his own episode in the future, then we can do that too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for whatever you need me for. Okay, okay, I like this. So I wanted to know, oh, we had a little game in our group messaging trying to figure out what your name meant. And I realized we were supposed to apply you with some sort of alcohol, <laughs> alcoholic beverages to get the answers. So I don't know if you're willing to to lay that on the line. Did any did only Dr. Jen guess or did anybody else, Lil Ruffy? Everyone guessed. I um... was drinking, so I wasn't watching my phone. But I think I have I have an, a guess too. So what was Dr. Jen's guess? Oh, actually, you know what? I don't know if she guessed, but that's why I was oh, asking Lauren if did. he's it drinking was any alcoholic beverages. <laughs> let's let's start from the beginning. Yes. Okay. What are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking a Ninja versus Unicorn, which is a double India pale ale from Pipe Works Brewing Company, who is in, I don't know where the hell they are. They're somewhere. Uh, it's an eight percenter. I'm an unapologetic double IPA lover. I love oh, the boy. double. And, uh, <laughs> I know, sorry, Ross. You uh, know, I don't, I don't mind uh, an IPA or double IPA, but for a double IPA to only be eight percent, that's kind of low. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, shots fired. But uh, if almost, if the flavor's good, that's all that matters. I almost grabbed a, uh, my favorite is called Double Two-Hearted Ale from Bell's Brewery in Michigan, and uh, it's a 10 percenter double IPA, but Whoa. it's a bottle, 
and that's not nearly as dramatic. I can't capture the crash with a bottle, so I went with the <laughs> Ninja true, versus Unicorn. If you drink half of it, you can do the cool like hoo hoo mm. noise. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, to show that you're a real cool drinker. Um, <laughs> now, when you said double hearted, is it heart as in uh, H E A R T or hard? Heart, heart like H E A R T. Oh, that's cute. Like you and Whitney. So sweet. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I'm going to get girly for a second and then I'll pull my dick out later. Um, what, how did you guys meet? And, and by the way, you can feel free to like say, I don't want to answer or I'll edit out whatever. But you know, if you guys, if you feel like sharing, how did you meet? Like what? And I also want to know how you became an Allison listener and a bff listener like kind of a little of the etymology there okay uh so let's see we met at a grocery store back um it was after quarantine started we were out just risking our fool lives for a sub <laughs> and um i was behind was her in line <laughs> and uh, she had a cool shirt on that i commented on and I uh, just kind of went from there. I love this. Like, how many times in life do you feel like you want to say something to someone? And maybe you're someone yeah. that does that. Um, I am not. Little Rafi, you probably have ships sailing by you all day long that you don't say something or, or speak up. And look where it's gotten at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I would never have the cojones to do that. It's definitely not something that I do on the regular, but um, I felt like I couldn't pass up a chance and I'm glad I didn't. So how does it go from, I like your shirt to like, Hey, we're dating. (laughs) I mean, like how does that, did you ask her out later or, because that's another big matzo ball out. Yeah. Um, We just kind of uh, chatted for a while. The line was long and not moving very fast. And uh, we chatted for a little while. And we exchanged information, and it just kind of went from there. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Rafi, are you taking notes? <laughs> you know, I think we're skipping over the most important part. Okay, what kind sorry, of I know. sub did you get? <laughs> <laughs> My sub sorry, Demi, if I blew your ears out. My sub order is really simple. Um, Turkey and cheddar on multigrain with uh, lettuce Ooh. and onions, oil and vinegar. That's it, baby. That sounds pretty radical, and I would never order that, but no. that sounds delicious. <laughs> no, not that's not something that. I would go to. But if someone served that to me, I'd be like, hell yes. Um, so there's a chain of grocery stores in the southeast called Publix, and um, oh, I've seen those. they make fantastic subs just like right there. They make their own bread. I- Wow, I've never thought about going to a grocery store to get a sub. I maybe have done that once, but if they do it well, then that's pretty amazing. Yep. Um, okay, so then how did she say so? You should, I mean, first of all, do you listen to podcasts to begin with? I do listen to podcasts. Okay, so yeah. that's a good in because if someone doesn't listen to podcasts, that's already that's another leap that you have to like push to right. get them. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It really is. <laughs> it is. So I had, I had known of Allison from the Adam Carolla days 
And I had listened to an episode or two of hers uh, before I ever met Whitney. Um, I wasn't subscribed to her. I wasn't um, a regular listener. And then when I, I did listen, I would really only listen to the Thursday shows. Um, but then uh, Whitney and I, you know, it came up at some point in conversation about podcasts in general. And she's like, I really like Alison Rosen. And, and she may have mentioned um she may have mentioned it in a different context, but I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I've heard some of her shows too. So then after it became clear that she's a super fan, um, <laughs> I went back and listened to, I kind of binged on them. So I've heard quite a few. How far did you go back? What, uh, you know, eras are you talking? Um, I, I really only went back to, so there was a period where, um, David Huntsberger and Renee Colbert were really like the, the regulars on Thursday. Okay. And right. I was kind of back in that era. Okay. Okay. So you haven't I, gone back as far as like the original Thursday gang. I mean, uh, I've heard of several of the Jenna and Al episodes. Okay. So I, I'm familiar with that whole um, era of her podcasting, but not I have not heard as many of those. So how does Whitney go from that to, and then there's these nut jobs <laughs> <laughs> that are a little obsessed with Allison and created a whole show around her show. <laughs> um, and you should listen. <laughs> she introduced it to me very gently, very gingerly. <laughs> Like, like I anal. Think the, sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. The, the phrase you may want to break up with me after you hear this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, she just kind of mentioned it, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." And I'm always looking for new podcasts, and it was something that she's interested in. And and she mentions, you know, from time to time, like, "Oh, and on the Facebook group today, somebody said something funny, or I got this funny text from Rafi." Mm. And I was like, okay, well, I really need to check these guys out so I know what I'm getting myself into. And so I listened. And, um, you know, obviously the first one that I listened to was oh, the God. episode <laughs> with uh, Whitney and Jacob. Um, oh, cool. And then I just kind of went from there. That's super cool. But I've been listening I... to you guys since June, I would say, regularly. So I recognized your name before I knew that you were connected to Whitney as mm -hmm. far as, because on Twitter, and there've been a couple of new people that have liked the show. And I think, is this an accident? Is this <laughs> a, a, you know, a bot or is this someone that's now listening and it is, you know, just liking the show. Yeah. So I think I shouted you out a couple of times you before. Did. Okay. And I thought, Oh, this is cool. Like a new person listening. Um, and then once it kind of like connected, I thought, wow, this is really cool. I think that not only is it special that you have this relationship with Whitney, which is like your own special thing, but now you have like, we're a part of this. Like, it's so cool that, you know, she could share that with you and she has her own segment on the show, which is kind of like another fun layer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we had joked a couple of times about like, you know, eventually we're going to have to tell them that, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, we tiptoed around it earlier, but let's talk about your name. Um, okay, let's see. What Jen guessed, Dr. Jen, she said she guessed that you lost a dare and had to perform on stage, and that is your stage name. 
Well, Rafi didn't put his guess out here, but he said, I was thinking about this and I don't want to say where my mind went, but you can probably imagine it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to out you, little Rafi. But Rafi, what what is your guess or do you already know? No, I don't know and I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh, really? You can, we're amongst friends here. You can be perverted. It's okay. You don't want to unlock these depraved <laughs> sections of my mind, Lisa, believe me. <laughs> you want to go toe-to-toe with me with, with depraved minds, sir? Because <laughs> we, we can just keep the okay. show going. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, let me give you my guess. And okay. my guess is that, and this is probably like, hmm, don't doubt yourself, Lisa, just go with it. Uh, I feel like Von Karman is some sort of character somewhere. And the olive is some sort of like either something that he was attaining in this storyline or part of his drink or something super obscure in the storyline of Von Karman. <laughs> or it's just a super rad name. <laughs> yeah, I had to double I had to double down on that one. <laughs> okay. But Ralph, you don't want to even give one guess? No. Oh my god. <laughs> well okay um none of you are right which (laughs) probably is not a big surprise um Mm -hmm. none of you are have guessed anything nearly nerdy enough oh no (laughs) so my degree and my career are in aerospace engineering and um there is there was a an early aerodynamicist. Um, I think he's Hungarian, perhaps, um, who did a lot of groundbreaking work in aerodynamics. And his name is Theodore von Karman. And he was a pretty interesting guy. Um, and he came up with, through his work, he came up with several um, optimized shapes for airplane sections, cross sections. And the nose cone of an airplane is called an ogive. So one of uh, a shape was kind of not patented by him, but created by him um, that was optimal for a certain flight regime, like transonic flight. And it's called von Karman's ogive. But I couldn't go with that straight name, so I had to change it a little bit and be a little bit funny. And for weeks, I played around with variations on that theme. And finally, I was just like, fuck it. Let's just change Ojive to Olive. And that's what it is. I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that it's multi-layered and, and that it's something that is smart. Mm. <laughs> Not us dummies like, Ugh. um. But also, it like a twist, like you tw- put a twist on something smart, yeah. and I think that is super cool. And has anybody ever said, "Hey, like I know what your handle means," or like anything no. like that? No, never a single person. I imagine not. I like those kinds of not only because it's a cool sounding name, but it's also elusive and like, oh, I don't. What could this possibly mean? His <laughs> name must be von Carmen somewhere. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. Laura, you still don't want to share your. 
I I think uh, Paul will be excited to yes! hear oh, about this because he's a like rocket nerd. Oh yeah, okay. But also Ray Morgan is an engineer for Boeing, and uh, so he might be interested in that. But also Paul, he I miss talking with Paul. <laughs> shout out to you, Paul. Uh, see, this is a late a mid show uh, <laughs> shout out <laughs> to Paul. I miss talking with you. And, um, well, that is so cool. I'm so glad we got to hear the name. Now, whenever I see it, it it's going to have like a little extra, you know, the meaning will be with it. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I had another one briefly for a while and, um, I did a little more research into it and it turned out that the guy was a raging Nazi. So I was like, oh, you know oh, what? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Gotta cancel Nazis. that one. <laughs> Yeah, I had another one too. It was called Whisker Biscuit. So, you know, <laughs> I'm working maybe on a different level than you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I am just so happy for you and Whitney. And I'm just glad that you're a part of the BFF family. I think it's super cool because it's, I don't know, it's such a cool thing to be a part of. And it's so hard to, you can't even explain it to anybody. Yeah. But it is just something that is, I feel so fortunate to be a part of and it's it it enriches my life and it's something to look forward to every day and I, I I'm glad that you're a part of it now. I agree. Yeah. It's a great group and I'm happy to be a part of it. Yay. That's I mean I think this is kind of special. I don't think anybody else has ever met somebody and then brought them into this group i think that's a whole new level of you know fandom <laughs> of allison fandom <laughs> double uh, shout out to whitney i seriously like multiple get them girl and i don't know what that was supposed to mean but <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm halfway through my peach nectarine heart seltzer it's pretty tasty it's not too sweet it almost has like a flavor this is going to make it sound worse, but it almost has a slight flavor of, like, a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, that kind of does like that, sound Like worse. an aftertaste of a, of a light beer, I should say. Okay. Like a peachy light beer. <laughs> and I have finished my Corona Hard Seltzer, oh. so I need to head to the fridge. Peachy. Okay. Um, while you're heading to the fridge... Uh, I don't know if uh, if Matt knows about Lil Rafi's habits. Uh, there's a lot of inside jokes that have like flown around, and I know I mentioned it last week. And I feel like maybe every week we'll bring up one little thing and dissect it a tiny, tiny bit. But there was a thing a long time ago where Lil Rafi was telling Megan that she should eat. No, sorry, that she should change her dating profile. To oh say that Why she likes to is eat. this relevant eat? to anything? Because I was gonna... <laughs> because he's new and he might not know why I say you eat like to eat the groceries and why you like to eat rotting meat on the on the countertop. <laughs> oh, I just want backstory. I... That's all. See, this is getting to an Allison level of explaining <laughs> the things that people okay, can just okay. infer okay. the meaning. Okay, okay, you're right. You like to eat the groceries, and you like to eat um, multiple days old food that's been sitting out. Okay. Megan eats Got ass. It. That's all. No, Megan likes pills and wine. You are the one twisting it. <laughs> so you, you said. Remember? It. Uh, <laughs> well, you could go back and listen. We got the tapes. All right. I guess that we should talk about Monday then. <laughs> Not talk more about little Rafi eating groceries. 
Um, all right. Katie Morton was on the show. <laughs> so she's a therapist and a YouTuber and a podcaster and an author. She does everything. Uh, I don't know if either of you have heard her podcast, but one thing that happens to me, like when Joanna's on the show, she's, she's a therapist. One thing I find myself doing around anybody that is a therapist is I start going into therapy with them. <laughs> and, and I was thinking that was going to happen with Allison because she, I think she really ha has a need for that relationship with a therapist. And I was thinking, man, she should ca call up Katie and have her be her therapist. But it didn't really seem to happen. She's still kind of, they kind of kept in their own lanes, which was, yeah. which was good. Um, but her, the reason why she, that Katie wanted to be a therapist is because she wanted to, she likes being a secret keeper. And yeah. I've never heard that side of it before. Um, uh, what are you, what's your relationship? I, Rafi, I know you, you ha were going to therapy and maybe you're not anymore, clearly. Um, but Matt, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what's your relationship with therapy and with Katie? If you've heard her show, tell me whatever you want to say. I had not heard of her before the podcast. Um, <clears throat> I did go back and look up, um, her YouTube channel and everything. Um, and it's interesting. Um, I also wrote down that same thing that she enjoys being a secret keeper. That's interesting. Um, I do see a therapist. Um, mostly it's been this year. I mean, 2020, right? Oh, um, yeah. The year of the therapist. Yeah. <laughs> and beer. Um, and beer. Um, so I, I think it's a fantastic thing. Um, you know, they talked about like the, um, the value of having like a celebrity therapist to, as far as um, people that maybe wouldn't think to see a therapist um, or care about seeing a therapist that if they see somebody like a Dr. Phil, for example, um, that maybe it kind of gets them okay with the idea of talking to somebody about their problems. And I think that's great. Um, I would be a little bit skeptical also of somebody on YouTube with a million followers, um, taking therapeutic advice from them because I, w I might feel like, well, they're just saying stuff to the masses, you know, like therapies should be a very individual and personal thing. And if you've got a million followers on YouTube, that's kind of the opposite definition of personal and individual. But, um, I listened to some of her videos and like, she, she makes sense. Like it's, it's, she's not just out there spouting cliches and stuff. So. Yeah. Hearing that she was a YouTuber, whenever I hear that term, I am immediately turned off. Yeah. But when she was talking, she sounded like such a, I don't know. I say a normal person sounds weird, but she just sounded very level-headed and like she would give good advice and this idea, like, first of all, like you made a very good point. If someone has a million followers, I would probably be like, me, I don't really want you as my therapist. Yeah. Uh, but the, they were talking about sort of the, you know, people that are saying the celebrityism of being a therapist or doing it on video or anything like that as being a bad thing. And I don't, at first, I think when that first became a thing, when I would see it on reality shows, I was like, this seems like very weird that they're just, this is so private. Yeah. But I think shedding a light on someone being open to, you know, solving their issues and going to therapy and not being a stigma about it, I think is a positive thing. And I think that part of it is great. Like, hey, 
more power to you. But the YouTuber part, I would be kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know about this. Uh, because that that seems like two different personalities to me. It, wanting to be a YouTube star and wanting to be a therapist is two separate things to me. But um, but it, this is a new age and I, I, I'm slow to roll with uh, new stuff. Yep. But my father-in-law is a, a marriage and family therapist and he said, and he had changed careers many times over from being a police officer. He was a secret, a private investigator, a secret, <laughs> a private investigator. And he became a marriage and family therapist, which is kind of like a strange path to go on. But he said he loved solving problems. So it was kind of like the same thing as like the other jobs in a way where you're just solving a problem. And I want, I'd never heard of the secret keeper thing. Um, growing up, my friends always were, I was always, I felt like I was everybody's therapist. People would always come to me with their problems. I was never a person to like talk about their problems and it, it was in the vault. I put it in the vault. If you want to talk to me, that's fine. I don't know if I had the best advice like Dr. Jen, but I was always someone that was listening to everybody's problems. And it's something I was always drawn to maybe doing. And I went to, when I was in college, I went to psychology classes and I just thought this is something I could see doing. But, um, you know, then I got pregnant and that became more important. So, uh, See, I don't know if either of you are therapists, but see what happens? I just start spilling my guts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she mentioned something, and I had never thought of this, and I always wonder how people that do many different jobs like she does, like with being therapist or, say, you're an ER doctor or different things where you have to let your day go. And a, a lot of times now you don't have the dr drive home to sort of unwind and just zone out or whatever. And she was saying that people were physically like washing the day off with soap. And I'm wondering if either of you have any rituals to sort of put the day behind you and you know what I mean? Like to kind of start your evening or just to put it behind you. Uh, Besides cracking a beer. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's probably alcohol for most people. Do you have a commute now? Or do you get to work from home? Um, get to. Do you have to work from I home? I do have a commute, but I live quite close to where I work, so my commute's very short. Okay. So do you... Like she was saying, she doesn't like to listen to music or anything. She just zones out, which for me, I needed... When I used to have a commute, it would be music loud or then podcasts were a big part of my commute. So like, what do you do when you're driving? Home? Uh, <clears throat> I usually listen to NPR as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Um, that's where I get most of my news from that, you know, not online. Um, and I do, I am a huge fan of satellite radio. Um, I can't stand the radio stations. Most of the radio stations that are around here, uh, are not all that great. So um, I have XM, Sirius XM, whatever it is today. And uh, I do listen to that too. But yeah, I don't get to hear a lot of it because my commute's like 15 minutes. So. Oh, wow. What so are you... your go-to oh, stations? Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of an indie kid. Um, you know, I grew up on the Smiths and R.E.M. Yes. Um, 
So uh, I find myself often on the XMU channel, channel 35, for those of you who subscribe. And uh, the 80s station, like, I guess it's, oh, fuck, what's it called? First Wave, I think that's what it is. Um, but I also do like um, uh, 43, which is old school. I think that's LL Cool J's channel. And um, more and more these days, I find myself on 44, which is the hip hop channel, because that's Whitney's jam. Yeah, I don't have a Sirius XM, but whenever I get in someone's car and they do have it, I immediately go 43, 44, 45. Yep. Uh, 45 being Eminem's station. Yep. Uh, mm. But they just, it's all the hip hop stations. That's all I care about. And then I'll like bounce around if there's nothing good on, but good to know. Yeah, I don't know the number that I listen to. I listen to the Outlaw Country one, but uh, but the, the Smiths and the, I, so what, uh, eh, I don't want to ask your age, but. I mean, what's what's your age? <laughs> uh, I am older than Whitney. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm 47. Oh, okay. So we're around because I'm like the Smiths is is something that I would not picture Whitney being like. I grew up listening to the Smiths. No, she didn't. But that is near and dear to my heart. So like, okay, we must be in uh, close in age. Okay. Um. Where did okay? Let's go back to you a little bit. Where did you grow up? Uh, I did most of my growing up in Northwest Ohio. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was an army brat for a few years until my mom and dad split up, and I moved back uh, with my mom to where she had grown up, which was uh, Toledo, Ohio. And uh, so I lived there until I went off to college in uh, Southwest, sorry, Southeast Michigan. And uh, then I moved down here to the greater Atlanta metropolitan area in uh, 1997. Okay. And that's when you started listening to LL Cool J. So when I was in college, um, Public Enemy was getting really big. Mm. And they you couldn't walk down a hallway in one of the dorms and not hear either. Uh, Never mind, by Nirvana, oh, or okay, uh, Fear of a Black Planet by Public Enemy, and so I like I used to listen to old school, foundational, rap music, uh, and kind of got away from it as I got a little bit older and out of college. But I still love to go back and listen to that stuff. It's so good. That's pretty awesome. Wait, wow. first of all, I mean <laughs> I love that you like Public Enemy and all that. But breaking news, we've got a brand new voicemail. Do you guys want to hear it? What? What? Oh my gosh, I love this. Hell to the yes. (laughs) If you didn't catch that, that was someone in Spanish saying, oh, I'm sorry, wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) Well... you know, it's better than the many uh, car warranty <laughs> voicemails that I get to this number. What cheapo fucking phone number did you pick up off the streets, <laughs> Little Robbie? 
I think we we should all just dial eight one eight BFF zero seven thirty and then just go through the numbers <laughs> and then uh, find out who she was trying to call. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be fun. Some panaderia. Um, so fun. Ah shit, the garters just got here. Uh, fun fact: LL Cool J was the name of. I know, little Rafi, you hate that Dr. Jen and Lauren and I have a separate um, message thread, but that's that was the name for a minute, LL and Cool J. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of rad, right? It's kind of rad. Okay. <laughs> I think it's called Gal Chat now because it's a lot of Gal Chat. And little Rafi, obviously. Not obviously. We just call it VJ Chat. All right. Let's see. Um, yeah, we, I know we like to go off on tangents here. So, talking about your age, Matt, they mm-hmm. talked on Monday's show, they talked about what age do you feel. Now, when they mentioned it, and then actually Lil Rafi and Dr. J, the, I'll just say it, the Dream Team talked about how the ages they felt, and it's something that's never really dawned on me, but I do feel like, I think I do have an answer, but what do you? what age do you feel? Uh, me? Yeah. <clears throat> Mentally or physically? <laughs> Both. Uh, some days physically I feel like I'm about 80 years old, but um, I think overall I feel like I'm younger than my chronological age. Like I feel like I'm trying to keep engaged, maybe. I hope that doesn't sound egotistical, but like... I'm not really a person to tune out to what's going on around me. I'm trying to pick up on things. So I feel like I'm younger than I am, but I'm, you know, I'm aware that I'm not one of the cool kids anymore. And I accept that. I own that. That's fine. Um, but Is I do it okay like to, to be know... a cool elder. <laughs> what? Is it okay to be a cool elder though? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think, I think so. Let's go with to that. To embrace that. Yeah. Little Rafi, what, what's your... Wait, how, what age do you feel? Um, I forget what age I wrote exactly in the uh, text message, but I'm guessing um, it was like 28 or, or 26 in the body of a 60-year-old mm-hmm. is what I wrote. Some yeah. days I, I feel, uh, well... For a while, I felt like I was in the body of a 60, 70 year old. Um, but after losing weight, I feel like I have more energy than I ever have. And I feel like my body's sometimes I'm like, I'm going to go jump off this wall. Like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. Your knees will not forgive you. Um, so I, I realize I'm not, you know, that age, but. I think that like sometimes my my mind well depending on how much booze is involved like I could really be 17 again or like 20 but no I don't know I think I'm about 30ish in my mind like I, yeah. I I not like wild I don't want to go out and do a bunch of stuff I, I want to you know go to bed at a reasonable time but still have fun and still hang out with people still drink and still be cool but you know with respectable amounts of, you know, boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, my body feels probably about 30, which I guess is better than I'm going to be 45 in January. So, I mean, that's good. 
I was feeling a little old for the past couple of years, like really old. Yeah. But it's an interesting thought. And I think I talked about it on another episode where I saw a lady that was walking home from church and I swear she just looked like she felt like a teenager and she had a walker, but still <laughs> like she just had a look in her eye that was like, she, I'm not old. I'm walking, I'm walking to church and I've just like in my mind, my body's not keeping up with my mind, but she just seemed very, just, I don't know. I just, it's weird yeah. because when you're a kid, you see old people and you're like, ugh, they're old and they probably think yeah. old and they act old and they walk <laughs> old, but it's like you, but when you get old, you're like, no, I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I feel you. Well, they say that you're only as old as you feel, and I feel oh, like right. a corpse. <laughs> but also, my uh, my father, Jay-Z, once said... Oh, my God. Uh, oh, sorry. I meant to say, a wise man once said, the only <laughs> thing worse than uh, getting old is not getting old. Yeah. That's true. Uh, anything else from the show before we move on? Nope. All right. Let's do a little LK's Childish Chat. Some of us listen for Allison. Some people listen for Allison and Greg. Some people don't listen at all. And I can understand that. So I will give you childish chat. Highlights and lowlights in case you care. Hope you enjoy my childish chat. Listen to the segment if you dare. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is LK with some childish chat. So Allison described the childish theme song as fizzy, um, and I do agree with her. That's a really good word to describe the childish theme song, fizzy. Um, I don't like the song. Um, <laughs> Allison was going into a little bit, again, how, how the song came around, and it was Daniel's cousin Floyd Kellogg wrote the music. JoJo um, and Greg Fitzsimmons wrote the lyrics, and Zoe something sang the vocals. Um, Allison mentioned she got a text from her sister saying to uh, let's hardcore quarantine until Thanksgiving so that they can get together. Um, and Allison said she didn't like being on the receiving end of like the COVID interrogation of like if she's doing a good job or not. Um, I get that. I really haven't been questioned at all. My parents are pretty loose with it. And I guess like Chris and I are the more... Um, on the more on the careful side than they are and they're in North Carolina right now so when they come home they're gonna have to you know not come over for 14 days and I know that's gonna be hard for them but gotta be safe um Allison had like a showbiz dream where uh she said she submitted a writing packet to punch up a movie and um if her submission if she submitted it blind and it was chosen, she would uh, get $4 million. And if she submitted it with her name and it was chosen, she would get $18 million. Um, and she was like, I figured out how it works. Like, figured out how to get the payday. And Greg was saying, you know, how he's pretty much out of work because stand-up is not really a thing right now. Um, and he said no jobs are really wanting um, a white male comedian at, at this time, he said they're, you know, looking for more diversity and looking for women and just definitely not uh, him. But uh, um, and he said this before on the podcast. So I feel like I feel like a lot of things that they talked about were like repeats from from this podcast or from uh, Allison's other shows. Um, but he was saying 
you know, he had it, he had it good for a long time as a white man in Hollywood or whatever. So, um, (laughs) Greg said he's trying to get a therapist and he's having a hard time getting one. And he left a lot of messages last week or like a week before. And most of them didn't get back to him. And he was saying how that's really unprofessional. You know, he could be really having a hard time and they should have at least returned his call. And I agree. They should have at least, you know, called back and said, you know, not taking any patients at this time or, you know, even if it's just to say no, but, uh, it's, it's strange that they didn't call back at all. And I had, I've heard a lot of, um, stories like that. My friend, Annette, who I was saying, she comes over for social distance visits. She said like her dentist, uh, wasn't returning her calls and, um, they canceled her appointment without telling her, like just a lot of, you know, places you would think would normally be good about getting back to you. I guess it's just really hard right now. Um, and I looked into the, cause Allison mentioned better help. And I looked into that with Allison's code and it's still really expensive, but or for me anyway, cause I don't, I'm not working right now. It came out to be like $58 a week, I think with her code. So I did not do that. In the news, Allison said that in Utah, and I didn't write down very good notes, but <laughs> there was like, there was this place in Utah where there was like a mom code about not having your kids tested if they were, if your kids are showing symptoms, you don't get them tested um, because they don't want the schools to close. And so they're saying like, you know, don't test your kids, don't make it worse for everyone kind of, but um, that is absolutely horrible. And to not test a symptom, a sim- symptomatic person for COVID. I mean, that sounds insane. So Allison was saying like, I hope it's an urban myth or, you know, like that, that it's only a small area um, because that's, that's horrible. Um, Greg mentions in the news that kids are regressing, um, like with regarding like potty training, uh, kids going back to diapers, um, forgetting how to eat with, with, um, utensils and Allie and, Allie and <laughs> Allison said that Elliot never really fully potty trained. He w- he was potty training and then he backslid uh, with that as well. So she's seeing that firsthand. Um, and also with his pacifier, she he wasn't using the pacifier during the day. But now, again, he's going back to that. Um, and Greg mentions that kids with allergies are sometimes being mocked and bullied and that even parents... Um, with kids with allergies are mocked, uh, food with food allergies. And that sounds crazy to me because it's, I mean, it's, it must be so terrifying. Like my kids don't have food allergies, but, um, if they did, like, it's so worrisome because they could come into contact with something deadly so easily. And I don't know, I don't know how, how that must feel. And, um, I know Jason Manzukis, uh, who's on a lot of uh, podcasts, I've, I've heard him talking about his food allergies. He's allergic to eggs and he has to take it like really seriously and basically like double check everything and like really ask like, are you sure that there's no, you know, because you don't want to say, is there eggs in this? No, I don't think so. Like it's, it, no, you have to be sure, <laughs> have to be sure it's life or death. So um, it sounds crazy to me that anyone would would laugh at that or make a joke of that. Allison, or I'm sorry, and Greg mentioned that, and this this note is by itself, I don't remember the context of this, but he said that he and his roommates uh, got a ferret drunk, and that's terrible. You should never give alcohol to any animals. I know some people think it's hilarious to give their dog beer, uh, but that's very dangerous, and uh, give the beer to me. Uh, (laughs) 
And Allison also mentioned, this might have been her low for the week. She mentioned that she got headbutted by Owen um, and that it, it made her angry. And, and I know what she means. Like when your kid physically hurts you, it's like, ouch. And like, uh, like you get upset, but you can't get angry at them because they didn't do it on purpose. But it's just a bad feeling where you're like hurting. It's their fault. And it's like, you know, it's frustrating. But uh, that's life. And I guess that's why she mentioned it on uh, Childish. It's it's a thing that a parent deals with. You get a little beat up by your kids. So um, I guess that's all for now. I hope that everyone is doing well. And I like y'all so much. Bye-bye. Oh, Lauren, you're, you really are the best. And that is parenting in a nutshell, is being beat up by your kids on many levels. Um, Lil Rafi, do you have any comments on Childish Chatter? Well, I I, I was going to talk about the theme song asleep. thing. Oh, Fizzy, yeah. But I don't want to be negative, so I'll talk about the alcohol mm. to the ferret <clears throat> that is not cool but i do know people who would blow weed smoke in their pets faces and i'm also like what kind of sicko are you like i mean like it's not like it's weird because it's not like abuse abuse like like they're not hitting the animal or anything but it's just like really weird to me like what is your thought well if process? you were to do it to a person it's abuse. So it is. It, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, but, I think you're on the right level. This is a crazy... It makes no sense. It, it's... The, the mentality of people that want to do that is... Uh, yeah, probably it's strange. The same people that should probably not vote. <laughs> but I do believe that Wagyu beef, part of it is that they feed the cows beer oh. as they massage oh, them. Oh, really? And that is what makes it so, so GD delicious. How do I line up to be a Wagyu beef, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Fed beer and massage? Yes, please. And then consumed? I mean, no? Circle. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Nice, short, lovely life. Uh, no, it's... Did she say that Greg fed the... Whatever beer, or it was smoke, it was like his roommates, but he said that you know he like was there. So he was part of it. Yeah, he know. is like an undergrown frat boy, yeah. and him talking about the plight of the white man is <laughs> hilarious. And I think that he needs to. What's the movie with? Um, shit, I'm gonna forget. God damn it! What's what's the crazy? Scientologist guy. John Travolta. Yeah. Tom what was Cruise? It? John, John Travolta. Oh. Uh, there's uh, so many to choose from. John Travolta was in a movie called White Man's Burden. And um, so maybe we should all watch that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just, I don't know why Allison is hitched up with this guy. I don't know. Um, they talk about hardcore quarantining, and I feel like in the beginning of all of this, we were also careful and really like doing the right things, and I think we've all got very lax, and me included. I mean, 
I'll wear my mask. I do all the proper things. I wash my hands all the time. I do everything that is necessary, but I'm still hanging out with people. Like my friends came into town last week or whatever. I'm still hanging out with little Rafi. We're going to have Friendsgiving with my neighbors. Like it's business as usual and it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> and I, I know Allison doesn't want to be on the receiving end of the questioning, but if you're, if everybody's going balls to the wall, then I mean, you're just going to have to be on the receiving end of it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Matt, did you have any comments on her childish chat at all? Do you um, have any kids by the way? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, well, cause a lot of people can't chime in cause they've never been there. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I have experienced the thing, the exact thing that Allison was talking about when your child rears back and the mm, best is yes. when they catch you on the nose mm, and yeah. it hurts so bad and, and it your instinct makes... is to punch right <laughs> yeah exactly right? it's like motherfucker Why the but face? you have to do all that yeah 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 yeah, yeah um oh. it hurts uh and i actually i identified with what she was talking about very strongly <laughs> because you want to like just scream and like lock them in the room for a week and then you realize like you know they're just doing their thing they're just being a kid and you know right. they there was something going on with them and they like flipped back and it's just what they do but yeah it's a really it's an interesting sensation <laughs> it really is and it makes you want to fight you you're, you're yep. so angry but then you have to yep. you have to rationalize so quickly to not you know, traumatize them. Yes, not squeeze um, their neck. Yes, <laughs> um, many, many times. Which I would um, never but do. But yeah, right, same. But in your mind, you're doing it all day long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there is that weird thing where you just have to fight your normal instinct to like, somebody just fucking hit me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're not meaning to, so you have to like rationalize it pretty quickly. But yeah, it's that whole thing. When she was saying I was exactly the same as you, I was relating and feeling that all over again, sort of forgetting. Yeah. It's usually those moments where they're not facing you and they're just yeah. in your lap and you're just kind of having a sweet little moment and then they rear their heads yeah. back and just <laughs> clock you in the face. It's like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took me back. Um, yeah, the, it made you. <laughs> that I, I, I listened to Childish this week. Um, I don't always. I listen to it for Allison. I barely put up with Greg. Um, but the other thing that I wrote down was the thing about, um, the ferret <laughs> because, uh, in college I knew some people, they weren't really friends of mine, but, um, I knew some people that claimed that they blew marijuana smoke in their cat's face for like an hour one night. And like, I, I don't know what motivates people to do shit like that. Um, they thought it was hilarious. I guess they were just being kids, but like, I, I never in my life have I ever had any desire to do anything like that. And it just kind of like was another, another mark in the column for Greg. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. Now I know why it is funny. Cause I always think maybe I'll listen again or, you know, when they do the live thing, maybe I'll yeah. watch again. And I think, eh, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I think I'll just listen to Lauren um, sum it up. And, you know, I I'd rather listen to Lauren's voice anyway. <laughs> yeah, she provides an excellent service. Right? I think so. See, Lauren? 
your ARI YMBF sweetheart and childish, uh, uh, what, I don't know, doing Lord's work? I don't know. Lil Ruffy, you are going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, um, stop letting these pets freeload on your weed, man. They <laughs> haven't even chipped in five bucks in, in years. Ask, gas, or grass. Nobody rides um, Exactly. Uh, before we talk about Thursday. Okay. Yeah, my head's in the fridge right now. I'm trying to decide oh, what else I'm going to get. Oh, yeah. my God. If I could have a picture of that for the show, that would be great. <laughs> well, in, in, a, your beverage. In, in something that would not surprise anybody who knows her, Whitney is taking a nap, so she can't um, she oh, can't oh, take oh. a picture of it. So I just opened a truly blueberry, blueberry and acai. Not and acai. I am drinking... Acai. The New Belgium Sparkling Lime Lager. Oh, um, is that good? I've seen it. Uh, if you like lager, Mexican lager with lime in yeah. it, then yes. Great. And if you want to support Colorado beer companies, then yes. Is it... What color of neon is it? <laughs> you know what? It actually... <laughs> because because the uh, picture no. on the label is like mm -hmm. a, kind of like a sunset thing... It does have like a yellow, pinkish to purple kind of fade. So, I know I don't want to be too Allison-y, but like, let me just go back and explain why I why I always say neon colors in Colorado. I think my husband and I both had the same thing, and I don't know why it is, but whenever we would see somebody wearing like hot pink or fluorescent colors, we'd say, "Oh my god, were they from Colorado?" We just. Expect I just thought everyone from Colorado wore neon. <laughs> so when I met little Rafi, um, it's become a source of great fun for me. <laughs> and for the listeners. Oh, yeah. Because you're lost in like 1990. 89 and a half. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, I, Thursday. I just, opened, yes. I just opened a Green Man Ooh. IPA. Um they're a Asheville, North Carolina brewery. Mm. That is very close to my friend Jen. Um, we were supposed to go do a day trip to, out to Asheville. That would be super fun, but we did not do that. It's um, a fantastic little city. I've heard, and they have a lot of breweries there mm -hmm. and a lot of other super fun places to go to. It just looks like a nice little old town. Yep. Yeah, New Belgium, actually, they're from mm -hmm. Fort Collins, Colorado, but they opened one in Asheville as well. They oh, sure really? Sprint that neon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we talk about Thursday? Yeah. It's funny how we could talk about, like, nonsense for an hour. <laughs> My notes for Monday were literally one, two, three, four, five little lines, and we fit a lot into it. All right. <laughs> I have, we can fill air well. All right. We were her little iced animal crackers sent in by none other than Becky Milliner <laughs> on Patreon. Uh, Becky, we love you. I don't even know if she listens to the show, but she's very good about... We talk a lot on in, or on Twitter and stuff. Just We DM and, and she she was the one that we got the Butterscotch, butterscotch Haystacks um, called for her. We, we lobbied for her to get her car bread. And then she also had potato candy, which I made at the last group recording, which was disgusting. <laughs> um, but iced animal crackers, 
Another interesting pick by by Aeros. I, I want to know the thought process. Maybe that will be my next question when she does a, uh, a, a an ask me anything. That's a great idea. Because is it sometimes <laughs> I think oh I'll just pick the like third one I see or like the very first one I see or because sometimes she goes for alliteration. Sometimes she likes something that's mini bite sized something um, that is seasonal. And then sometimes it's iced animal crackers, which is like, <laughs> um, <laughs> did nobody else send one in? <laughs> Just kidding. And Becky's been sending in uh, biscuits, biscuits and gravy for the last, I don't know how many oh, months. Wow. So maybe we need to get, get her in on that one. But I sent in our whole lunch from the last time Lil Rafi and I recorded, like literally everything that I <laughs> ate as a carb. <laughs> Surprise! She didn't uh, pick it. Anyway, uh, she mentioned doing her Patreon bonuses weekly again, which she does. She says every single time, and then she kind of backed backed down from it and said, "Oh, maybe I do it. You know, not always weekly, but I try to do four times a month or something like that. I don't know." Well, Rafi, have you gone back and counted to see? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> you're not mean. That's a job for the carb czar. And mm. since she did not want to reply to the email I sent her, mm. she's dead to Speaking me. Speaking of Jen Flores, Flores? Um, flowers. She, flowers. Jesus Sorry, Christ. I speak You're in really Spanish to now. Up your 8%. My 8%. <laughs> okay, we get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, just flowers. Oh my God. <laughs> Before, I used to always have French up in my brain, and now it's Spanish. Okay. One of the carbs that she sent in was hair pie. Mm. I don't see anything wrong are, with that. What, are what's we the problem? Coming on that? <laughs> I mean, Allison didn't pick it. She picked iced animal crackers, which is quite a, a, a ways away from <laughs> hair pie. <laughs> but, but it's like... When somebody puts that in there, because I think there was one time that we all put in like silly ones. I think I put in like, I don't know. We put in like sexual silly ones once. None of them got chosen, of course. Um, but I wonder when she puts that in because she is a carb czar. I feel like you have to have some sort of decorum. You can't just put in fucking hair by. <laughs> but was she drunk? Was she trying to be cute? Is there something actually called hair pie that I don't even want to look up because that sounds disgusting? <laughs> Um, but she's talking about vagina, right? I mean, I mean, I thought that's what that referred to. Yeah. So I sent in Whisker Biscuit. Once again, <laughs> I just can't get off of that. But um, yeah, I I don't know where her, her head's at. If only she would do the show, we could get some answers. But whatever. <laughs> oh boy. Well, so. The not forget tone has become a bit, which I find <laughs> funny <laughs> that she has to bring it up every time. Hey, I'm going to introduce Tony because usually I forget you. <laughs> like, oh, poor Tony. Mm -hmm. But I think it's kind of become, it's kind of become like a fun part of the show. Um, she mentioned that the dark days of her show was when she would talk about her toothpicks. And I think this was something that we talked about on our group text about what is the darkest days of 
modern day Allison show? Is it Toothpeaks? Is it Termites? Is it Forgot Tone? What is the darkest of those days? What What do you feel like? I'm going with Termites. I vote Termites. LaRoth? Um, <clears throat> before I get to that, I looked up Hair Pie. <laughs> I, I, God I, damn it. <laughs> I still oh. private, private browsing, I hope. Mm, and incognito. I had to scroll down a bit before I found a recipe. <gasps> and it says three bananas sliced, one tablespoon mm. fresh Stop. lemon juice, <laughs> one box of cherry jello, orange jello, what? two what? cups boiling water, cold water, canned crushed pineapple, yada yada yada. What? Apparently. What? There's what? a thing, but I had to scroll. I, it's not like this is not a common thing. So just so... flowers, explain yourself, or maybe you're just, just a queen. Flores, oh. I need an answer on one thing. So, okay, so if she was trying to be outrageous by putting a hair pie, then okay. And then my comment would make sense. But now, if she's putting this real thing and I put Whisker Biscuit (laughs) (laughs) after hers, I tagged it onto hers. I didn't, like, put it as my own. I just put it, like, or hair or Whisker Biscuit. (laughs) And she's like, oh. I'm now scrolling as well, and all I'm seeing is Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, right. We've got, we've got Bush. Um... Um, okay. What was the question you asked me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, these are the dark days for us. Just talking about hair pie. Oh, but the dark days yes. for Allison. Yeah. Um, as I wrote in our Dream Team text message thread, um, this episode is Stevie Wonder mm. during midnight for me mm. because mm. I I've said it before. I'm not the biggest fan of the improving with uh, Wendy and. David, and uh, yeah, this episode was really something, let me tell you. And it it was just reported that Wendy and her sis his her sister Lizzie are writers for the new Deadpool Part Three movie. And yeah. I I think I saw the first one. I don't know if I saw the second one, but I enjoyed the first one. Um, so it's and I enjoy Bob's Burgers. So I don't know what it is about the improving that I dislike so much. Maybe it's just improv. But yeah. then again, I, I like it is improv. I liked whose line is it anyway? So uh, I don't know. That's a good point. But improv in general makes me very uncomfortable. It's like when somebody's singing to you on stage, you're like, oh, <laughs> which fun. which happens to you a lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> Never. Um. If I'm drunk enough, I can get into it. But uh, improv, this episode was fucking painful on many levels. It was, it was, oh my gosh. It was, let's talk about the, you know, in inside jokes. And then the improv went on way too long where they yeah. said long, long, what do they call it? Long. I wrote it down. Long form versus short yes. form. Yes. This was long form, like, uh, improv where it's funny. They're both very funny people. And Wendy on her own is hilarious. David on his own is great. Together, 
it's a little bit of magic and then all of a sudden it's like oh no like you guys have too much of a good thing here and it's becoming oh <laughs> yeah um, think... and then allison trying to play along is just oh man it would be like me trying to do improv like oh no <laughs> i think that's exactly right for me like i i thought that the first I didn't write down a timestamp, but maybe the first 15 minutes of this show, like they, it had me rolling, like the whole call back to the uh, flare, like juggling and everything. Um, and Wendy's reaction to Allison talking about that had me laughing out loud at work. Like people were sticking their heads yes. over my cubicle yes. wall. Like what Allison, you, the way she gets on? tickled by these stories, yeah. that makes me laugh so much. Yeah. Yep. But then like, it just, I, I think that for me, I think the thing with Wendy and Dave is that they just go on way too long. Like a Saturday Night Live skit that you're like, oh, that would have been funny if they had stopped 10 minutes ago. That's kind of what I feel like happens when Wendy and Dave get on the show together. Because I'm, I agree, like they're both funny individually. And they are funny for a little bit when they interact. But like you could not pay me to listen to their podcast. Oh my god, I haven't even listened to it yet, and I think maybe that's part of the problem. Is if it if it's just like forty five minutes of that, yeah. oh god, no it's, thanks. It was I, I kept, you know, when I'm listening to Thursday, I, and I'm sure it's because I've loved Allison's show for so long that I keep waiting for that like oh, I'm gonna love this. I'm just waiting to love this. <laughs> um, and like you said, I think I even, once the improv started going on, I almost started looking at my watch like, oh yeah. my God, like what, I mean, it it's, it's too much. It's yeah. just, and it's not, and I don't think there's anything Allison can do. She tries to like, no. be a part of it, but at a certain point you just have to let it go and just like, you had these people on your show. This is what is going to happen. You're, right. it's either going to go great or not. And I do, like you said, I love the callbacks to the juggling and the flair and even the callbacks to the birth to the yeah. birth yeah, <laughs> was funny. Um, and this is the part of Thursday shows that I am missing is the familiarity and going back to the same jokes and sort of, you know, having this family, but, but the improv, Oh my gosh. Sometimes, mm -hmm. I mean, it literally is hit or miss. There are sometimes that I'm like, this is so funny. I'm so glad it went on longer. And this, this day, Oh my gosh, I was listening going, the, uh, this just felt like a show that was kept trying to get started. Like, yeah. okay, just waiting. Oh, no, is this going to be fun? Nope, this is uncomfortable. Oh, this is a little weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it going to be funny now? Nope, nope, it's not. No. Um, it was uh, it was uncomfortable. And, uh, and actually, I think Tony was the only one. He chimed in with a couple funny lines. I'm like, look at you, Tony. Yeah, you're Tony. <laughs> But uh, but Allison trying to chime in, it's like, the problem is, is Allison's also trying to run the show. So it's not a dig on her. If she was just doing improv, it would probably, if she was on someone else's show, it would probably be better. But when you're trying to be the host and run the show and trying to chime in and be in the moment, it, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. Um, so she, it was just, oh, it was the entire show. I thought after 15 minutes, I think I texted uh, everybody just like, oh my God, I, <laughs> This is this is a rough one, oh my gosh. And yeah. I thought maybe it gets better, and it didn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought the the highlight was when Tony's computer got a phone call. <laughs> oh my god, no! There were two highlights. Tony's 
computer getting a phone call, and then when Wendy's kid, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> when Wendy's kid was like, "Let me hear what they're talking about," and literally Alice, moments later, <laughs> Alice is like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this that was." That moment was like pretty much it for the whole show. Like, this is it. That's the show. <laughs> I, I do think it's pretty funny because every time Wendy is on, there's always yeah. <laughs> background noise of her kids screaming. And so I have this mental image of she's in like this safe room <laughs> and all around her in the rest of the house, there are like fires starting and like the stove is going with nothing <laughs> on the burner. And she's just sitting there doing her podcast. And there's that, just you know, mass chaos around her. And yeah. I actually, I love it. I think it's great. And she does well under pressure. She does. <laughs> I mean, the last time her kid was screaming for his butt to be wiped. Yeah. She's just like going yeah. on with the story. <laughs> I mean, she's such a good, she's so fun. I could see her being a part of the show regularly and maybe she, I mean, they are great at improv. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's just sometimes it's improv is great for the person doing it, not the person listening. Right. <laughs> because that's uh, great. You can keep it going, but I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. I also wrote down, because I listened to the show a second time after the news broke about oh, Deadpool Lord. 3. So in my notes, I have written down, Wendy equals rich as fuck. Because ah! <laughs> she's, so cr- yes. she's about to get paid. No shit. I was thinking the same thing. And I think it was because... It was what Dave was saying, how she works so many jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, she's got four kids, you know, a husband, a life, and also works all these jobs. And just, I, I can't, that's the show I would want to watch is her reality show. I yeah. want to watch her life. That That's what I want to see. And how she juggles all of this and maintains this life. And she's so funny. And I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And rich AF. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She mentioned something about her house. How, well, actually, I think they were talking about the election, which, of course, they don't want to talk about, but you you do kind of have to talk about it. And I think David kind of, he said it just perfectly where you feel like, is this like, this is my punishment? Like, this is my simulation. This is uh, like, and, and I think Wendy said, this is like purgatory where you think, did I die? And this is just, okay. This is what all of your choices in life have added up to because this can't be real life. This is so crazy and backwards. Um, but anyways, talking about the election, they were talking about Trump and I, I, this is something that I have felt and I've seen in Trump supporters as far as like the, the first election, I understood. Well, Wendy was talking about, you can't really talk to the other side because there's no like middle ground anymore. Previously, there was. I feel like there were a lot of people that were talking to Trump supporters and I understood where they were coming from. It made sense why they uh, voted for him, for what they wanted. What they got was not that. And all of these people that are voting for him now, it's like, it really is like a cult leader. And talking about the shows that they're watching about uh, Nexium and The Vow and people that are under illusion and just kind of like in a fog. I feel like that when you look at a Trump support, that's how it feels like they're willing to drink the Kool-Aid goodbye world for Trump. And it's just, 
it's insanity now. It, it, I, it's, I felt like this world, this country has never been so divided and this election is proof of it. It's just crazy to me what the world is going yeah. through right now. I agree. And trying to see the other side, there's no seeing the other side. I think Wendy put that perfectly. Um, I know I was going somewhere with this that I'm missing, but... Uh, well, I think her response to that whole segment when when Dave kind of floated that idea of like, you know, could we have maybe been a little more engaging with them? And she was like, no, no, you just can't be. Um, I think she was right on, like... Yeah. You know, how do you how do you try to come to common ground with a, a raging racist like you? Yeah, you can't. Yep. And even like Dave was saying, like, oh, you know, you voted for someone that said put, grab their pussies. Like, I mean, and even I, I know I said a couple episodes ago where I said, yeah, this alleged rapist looks better than this pussy grabber. Somehow it, it does work. <laughs> but. Yeah. For me, like, I just, he just, him and his little weasel family just need to be, like, exterminated from the White House. And I'm not saying Biden's great. It's just, just, we just need, like, a middle, just, like, Kamala Harris needs to be president. And, like, that's my end goal here. That's what I'm, that's my future. <laughs> I just want to go back to where we, we weren't talking about the government and yeah, all of this shit. Yes, because it's just... Oh my God, it's too much. You know, before they say don't talk about politics and religion, but now that's all anybody talks about. And there, it, it just makes you see how divided we really are. Yeah. So I originally wanted to go back to something that Wendy said, but I totally lost my train of thought. And I think it's lost in my truly right now. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, have you seen either of you seen The Vow or Escaping Nexium? Because I am I am so interested in these kinds of shows and I haven't seen either yet. Nope. Not a one. Ralph, are you watching them now? Also, no, and I have no interest. Oh, do you not care for cult culty things? There's a Patreon episode that came out yesterday with Daniel. And they talked about this a bit. And he was talking about how, obviously, we don't get too much into Patreon stuff. So I'm not going to, like, reveal anything. But he was just saying But you got to tease. You got to tease. Yeah, he was saying someone was, like, saying, I've been studying cults forever. And this is the most crazy or extreme or whatever the fuck. And he's like, not at all. Like, no one even died. Like, not that, <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's the measure for a, a good cult <laughs> but uh when i think of like other stories it's like th this doesn't sound like anything it just sounds like a bunch of idiots so yeah do you find cults to be like a white privilege type of thing oh yeah for <laughs> sure i when i was listening to childish and they were talking about this i mean i'm sure there there probably are many examples of you know, stories we haven't heard of that could be similar, but I'm not aware of any. Um, but I did think of, like, how R. Kelly has, like, not that he's not a cult, but, like, he definitely is, like, brainwashing young girls, you know, to take advantage of them. And that's it's similar, just, to, like, not on a grand scale. Like, they're not on a commune or something 
so it's different but like that exists outside of white culture but for some reason whenever we hear about cults it's like waco or uh charles manson or whatever stuff like that so it just does seem like it is a very white thing to do i think you say white 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 I don't, I don't know, know if you've heard of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe, but I'm pretty sure there's some cult followers there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Religions are definitely cults, and that's why I'm not part of one, except for the Church of Satan. What up? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, have you gone to Anton Bay's house like I have? <laughs> no, I don't do all that nerd shit. No, Excuse you know, me? it's just like in your heart, Practice you know, you if preach, Lucifer bitch. is my Lord and Savior, I, he's my Lord and Savior here in my little shoebox apartment. You know, I don't have to go Aww. out there preaching it left and right. I don't like these I MAGA supporters, by. let me tell you. Well, you can call me Lucifer for starters, but... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, one thing I wanted to go back to, what was it? Um, oh! Speaking of depression, no, <laughs> that was a poor Allison segue. They were talking about thumb holes and David said, so we talked about thumb holes in stuff before. And I remember saying that growing up in the late nineties, it became a thing that people had thumb holes in their sweatshirts. And I, to me, I was just like, well, they're because you just wear the same clothes all the time. You get a hole in them and it just became a thing. I had never heard of this, uh, uh, heroin track covering thing that david was saying but that totally makes sense because that was such a 90s thing to have thumb holes in your sweatshirt matt have you heard of this um yeah so i had that realization when he was talking about it um i it definitely was a thing back then yeah Um, i never really connected it to that then maybe i was naive or or what but um Maybe I just wasn't a heroin user then. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but um, it does kind of make sense. It, it really make. I mean, no pun intended, but it tracks. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> that really makes sense. I know. <laughs> oh, Uncle Lisa's here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it really makes sense that... It was such a, it really connects to like the grunge thing. I think that era, that was the time that I would see it. And I always think like, why do these cool guys and and gals have their thumbs in in their sleeves? Um, And I love that Wendy thinks that you can't make your own, but she has to have them fabricated. I have a sweatshirt that has thumb holes. I didn't buy it for this reason, but it has it. And it is comforting for a minute for a bit but it's also like wearing flip-flops where you're like oh i don't want something between my toes like it's just something ha- like there's something in between my thumb and my fi- forefinger i don't like it and also when you're washing you can't wash your hands i there's a lot of things that like it's encumbering <laughs> like i don't want I a lot of thoughts yes it's a whole like oh i have to take my sweatshirt off of my thumbs to wash my hand okay i'm just gonna fold it back and not wear them but it is sort of comforting in a way to keep your sleeves down in case you're it's really windy i guess i don't know (laughs) um wendy mentioned that her husband got her some sweater that she likes but she doesn't like it because it doesn't have the thumb holes it is very easy to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. get essentially like a buttonhole you just make a little slice, 
and then you do the buttonhole stitchy thing so it doesn't like start fraying and come apart like she's worried about. Rough. And the, then not everyone's she a can seamstress actually like wear you. this thing. Yeah. She said she doesn't want it to fall apart. She's not gonna be seamstering up stuff. Uh, obviously, a very rich white woman like her would oh. not do it herself. You take it to the tailor. Yeah, she gets pretty hold, baby. Yeah, they know they do buttonholes all day, Lisa. You get a sewing machine. You know, it's anybody yeah. could do it. This is not um, special. I have a sewing machine, you gotta and fly I could do it, but I wouldn't. To Germany for a special <laughs> machine to do it. A fucking, <laughs> a, an, an eight-year-old Girl Scout with her badge can do it ooh, with a ooh, sewing I badge. You're gonna go, I thought you were going to go a little darker there. Um, <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, yeah. I, I, if I, I was her she, husband, I would yeah. be weeping Happy myself it, how, to sleep every night that she's not wearing my lovely sweater that I purchased for oh. her. <laughs> yeah. You would poke a hole in it with your <laughs> oh, with your olive tip. <laughs> Sorry. The whole point of the olive tip, I'm assuming, is that it cuts through the air, Lisa. It, exactly. It's less resistant. You want to cut through stuff. It's less exactly. resistant. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's job. not going to yeah. be sharp like, like the Concorde. No, wow. I'm talking about like a like a helmet. Like you want to get through some matter. You want to get to the heat of the the point. The matter of I don't know at hand. I don't know. Okay. All right. So she did JMOs on both. Oh, first of all, anything else from Thursday before we move on to JMOs or Favemos? I don't know what we call Ooh, our segment. One last little thing. She mentioned that she and Daniel now have a HomePod. And oh, yeah. the new HomePod Mini just came out. And let me tell you, I've never wanted one of these uh, stupid assistant things, assistant speaker thingies in my home until now. Um, I wonder if she has the, I'm guessing she has the full size one. Uh, I want one of them or the mini ones. I don't care, but yep. I don't want to be spied on. Um, but, but I you also, already are. Well, that's true. You have an iPhone. You have two iPhones I have, and a computer. Yeah, <laughs> but I was thinking about this when we when I was editing the episode for last week because we kept saying Alexa during the Alexa Bliss episode, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh shit! If people have those stupid Alexas, yes. they're probably going nuts. But I think that they've changed the software because now, typically before, because I have an Alexa in every room. Oh, she didn't go on, um, and uh, it used to go on when someone anything on that I was playing through a podcast and it said the name, it would come on, but now it doesn't. So I don't know if it's, if it's played through it, that they've made it. So it's more sensitive to that, but it didn't go on the whole time I was listening to her show. Well, let's hope so. But the new HomePod mini recognizes uh, different people's voices. So it recognizes uh, who's talking to it. Well, okay. So my Alexa will tell, like, I'll say let's well, and this goes with the JMO, but I will say, you know, what's the weather today. And then she'll say it's, you know, perfect because it's california and then she'll say have you have a nice day lisa i'm like ah! <laughs> where did that come from <laughs> i don't care for that i'll be like thanks bitch stop spying on me um and then she spies on me some more and she sees a lot of stuff oh she <laughs> the things the things she's like blushing <laughs> All right, shall we talk about these fave mos? Yeah, let's do it. Or hate hate mos, or non mos, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Laura, did you pick a JMO from either Monday or Thursday? 
I'm sure if you told me what they were, I would right. definitely. Um, Matt, did you do some work for? No, <laughs> did you pick a favorite JMO from Monday or Thursday, and or both? Um. So from Monday, I picked Laura's about the self checkout. You know the the mm. monitor that stands at the end of the row of self checkouts. Yeah, the when... thing that I'm like, am I getting a paycheck? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, if you make eye contact with that person, you immediately think, oh God, she thinks that I'm doing something like I'm sneaking something yes. into my bag that I didn't pay for. <laughs> I, I hate self-checkouts for that exact reason, because I'm terrified that that's going to happen. So I have, I used to be that way where I'm like, I'm going to do something wrong. It's going to hold up the line. It's <laughs> going to take three people that could have just taken one to just check me out normally right. to come and fix the problem. Um, and then once I figured out like more, I was more confident with it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. But I still have this feeling of, I need to pull this object up very close to the camera that sees it. <laughs> and I am putting it in my bag and scanning it. I am not stealing a thing. Um, so I still kind of do that, but. But yeah, I just yep. did this uh, two days ago, which I haven't done it in a very long time. And I was at a Target and there's nobody there. And the lady said, would you like to try our stuff checkout? And I'm like, not really, but okay. <laughs> I So, okay, I'll do that. And so I went over there and did it. And I still feel so, there's no like place to put everything. So right. I just feel like I'm going to do something wrong. My purse is like like banging me every time I move and I'm like, am I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like awkward, but I also had this at the bank. Would you like to try our new walk-up kiosk? And I'm like, if I wanted to go use the ATM, I would have done that. I came inside because I have like a more matters at hand here. <laughs> um, I said, okay, why not? But then she had to stand there and help me and to do Well, yeah. now you will see this and press this. And then another person came out. Oh, I think we might have this. And then a third person came out and they're like, Oh, I think we have those bills. So it was like a whole thing where I'm just like, <laughs> can I just go to the, and then I had to do an extra transaction because I wanted to cash a check and like take some of the, like I wanted to withdraw and a deposit at the same time, which would have been easier just to deal with a person. She's like, yeah. Oh yeah, we can do that here. I'm like, cool. So I just withdrew all of this cash and now I have to trade in 200 for, for these other bills and then also deposit back. Like, Oh, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Obviously, it's near and dear. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> um, the other one's Lil Rafi. Demian sent in that... Uh, well, I'll just say this one. Hold on. Um, well, Demian sent in on Monday that when he asked Alexa for the weather, which is pretty much 85% of what I asked her. Um, at, well, it's 80% of her use is to ask what the weather is. I don't listen and then I have to ask again because I'm like god damn it <laughs> I didn't hear it so Demian yes I totally 100% do that um on a daily basis um but the other ones were Tony says he never cared about oh when he watches uh documentaries and stuff he doesn't care about the person's bio and their childhood and like where they came from and all the backstory um Chota Joy said thinks that they're a competent adult until they realized that Mad Libs was a play on Ad Libs. Um, I wrote down which, something about Central Perk for them. Oh, yes. I, I don't, I think that was from, I don't know which Monday, which day that was, but, but yeah. And Allison said, Oh, when you find out, maybe that's probably from Thursday. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't even know. I think it but was Monday. She, yeah, it it was Monday where you're. Oh yeah, because it's from Adlibs, duh. Where she was like, oh, there are things that dawn on you when you're older that you. Oh right, that Central Perk was a plan. Yes. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I feel like Central Perk was like that was immediate for me because I was like, that is so smart. Why isn't yep. that already a coffee shop? That totally makes sense. Yep. Um, so, but this ad libs, mad libs thing, I never know. I never knew until I saw this tweet, actually. I'm like, huh. <laughs> okay. But who's doing mad libs still? <laughs> Not me. I used to get them for the kids. Uh, little Rafi, none of those are tempting you. All right. From Thursday. <laughs> I really love that she asked her guests to bring in JMOs. That was yes. like the main thing I wanted to talk about. I was like, yes, you need to be doing this every single episode. First of all, tell them what it is. Have them bring their own because that's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Wendy said she's nervous around sharp things, basically. She has to put them away. Tony, when he's driving through narrow spaces, he, sh he shrugs up his sh shoulders. Dave said, oh, this kind of goes back to the whole election that he feels like this life is a simu simulation because of bad choices he's made in his life. Uh, Wendy said that things that she thinks of, Oh, she thinks of things in sets like restrooms. She said there were like weekdays. Yeah. Like she uses Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Um, I guess the one about life being a simulation. Um, I, in the dream team text messages, I've mentioned that a lot of stuff is like, Oh, I, we talked about it on here. It's like stuff from her old shows that I'm listening to is like, mm. for whatever reason, coming back up now. Oh, wait, now. hold on. This is your new segment. It's... Oh, God. <laughs> it's Rafi Reminisces. All right, go ahead. Rafi Reminisce. <laughs> right uh, now. Okay. <laughs> well, you just... <laughs> distracting me from what I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say, except for that life might be a simulation, but if it is, uh, it's pretty boring simulation. Well, um, you go back and listen to shows and yeah, it's just remind stuff you of keeps, stuff? no, just like stuff from her old shows keeps coming back up now. Um, and I've talked about this with Lauren, that life is like, a weird simulation or something that's about it i don't know if you guys have any examples of that I'll take that as a no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i i when i see the world i don't feel like it I, I don't take it personally i think like david does i think when i see everything going on i don't think oh this is my payback or i'm in some purgatory or this is some like craziness coming back to haunt me i feel like I look at it as like when I'm watching a documentary on a cult or reading a book about a cult or like just hearing about it where it's just, oh man, these people are under a spell and one day is the fog is going to lift and they're going to be like, oh my God, what was I doing? So I kind of look at it from an outsider. I don't, I don't feel like I have any part in any of this bullshit. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Or did I just filibuster? So, Oops, um, I was on mute. I meant so, to Matt, these are the times that I cut out a lot of dead air when I'm editing, just so you know how much work goes into the show. I was uh, talking, and then no one was saying anything, and I was like, what's going on here? And I looked down, and it says, microphone mm -hmm. muted. Um, yeah, I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. I'm out of it. I haven't had breakfast, and I shouldn't have Good two point. drinks in me when there's no food in me. So I'm going to blame that. You're saying you haven't had breakfast and it's 3 p.m. 
Yeah, whatever. You say you just have Looking it out my okay. window here, and the sun is like almost completely set. Oh, <laughs> well, you're on the east coast. <laughs> The sun Round is setting on. The sun is setting on this episode as yeah. we speak. <laughs> oh, one note that I put next next to all of my notes for Thursday was just painful. Um, the show was fucking painful. This this episode was rough. Um, but you know what? It's fun to get to sit and talk with you guys, and it's it's just. We can make fun of anything. It's fine. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah even, a bad, even a bad show has a lot of potential for us to make fun of it later. So I yeah. think it's fine. Agreed. Yeah, we can make fun of it. And we can also talk about a lot of other stuff that has nothing to do with the show. Because <laughs> let's just have fun and chat. Um, it's like a little mini party. Um, and I'm basically drunk now. Cool. So I think this is a good place to end it on a drunk party. And drunk party. Boop, boop. If you would like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com or join us on the or join us on the Facebook group. Um, whatever. Oh my god, on the Facebook group page because uh, that's where I post the schedule, and that is how we got our VKO on the show today, which is so exciting. Um, thanks to Whitney for making that happen. And um, let's see. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Uh, Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMCGS on Instagram. It is my goal to do my 31 song challenge thingy uh, to finish that up on Thanksgiving when I will have the day off. And thank you to Lauren, who's been the only person to send me some prompt ideas Oh, um, but I didn't know you're asking. I mean, uh, I mean, I literally I have said one. it on an I episode have with you. So uh, thanks. Um, <laughs> Instagram is terrible. They keep making their fucking app experience worse and worse. Yeah. So once this uh, 31 day song challenge is over, maybe I'll be off of there and back on Twitter. Oh. Who knows? Oh, well, you've been right there. But. Oh God! I didn't even—I haven't even heard of this thing. Um, I have not been on Instagram because there's no challenges. It's not fun to be on there. But so, little Ralphie, please bring me back on there. It makes it more fun. Well, I did. Day. I did see that you sent me a kitten uh, that I should adopt, oh, and I told Jen so about cute. it, and she said no. And ah. so there, there you have it. I can't get the this reason, kitten because Jen said hey, no. Hey, hey, what do you say, Doctor J? She said no. Um, I when I saw the way she t- spoke about this kitten, the lady that uh, rescued her, the demeanor, I was like, this is the cat that Rafi needs because she's a cuddler. She's sweet. She's just like, reminds me of my little kitty blue that Demian, sorry, mitts off. Um, but I mean, she's Jen. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> okay. Fun Carmen's all sorry, Matt, where can we find you? Where can we find you? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, I think I'm just Von Carmen's question mark. Pretty sure that's right. And on Instagram, I might be the full Von Carmen's Olive. Maybe. I haven't looked at my usernames in a while. Um, if you, by some weird chance, would want to follow me, Please do. I'm welcoming to everyone. Just send me a message. I can't. One of them's locked. One of them isn't. 
it doesn't matter. Just send me a message and I will uh, say, hey. I love that. You are a great addition to this community. And I'm just so happy that you made time for us today. I was so excited to know that we got to have you on the show. It was really great to be here. Thanks, guys. And please come back uh, anytime. Okay. <laughs> and Whitney, Whitney we love time. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. And maybe Jacob, too. Have you met him in person? Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. He's that would a really be, great we haven't guy. had it. We haven't talked to him in a long time either. So, okay. That this needs to happen. Um All right. BFFs, you are truly the fucking best. Thank you and good night. Welcome to the Teladome.